Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BuzzFeed's The Library, a podcast with the same amount of beauty, intelligence, tenacity, charm, and humor as the show it covers, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm your co-host, Jarrett Weisselman, and I am ecstatic about this episode. First of all, it is the perfect episode to kick off Pride Month uh, because everyone was wearing rainbows in their eyes, on their outfits, in a really incredible runway that basically made all the queens do a thousand outfits. Uh, And finally, we had another mini challenge. It seems like they are few and far between this year. And of course, what gay pride related episode would be complete without some ribbon dancing? So we're going to get into all of those things real quickly with a fantastic panel returning who's, I mean, I just I missed her so much, my co-host Eleanor Kagan. I know you've been back for a week, but I still feel that longing from the two weeks you abandoned me at a bus stop. (laughs) I would never do that. Thank you so much. How are you doing, Eleanor? I'm great. How are you? Excellent, thank you. And returning also is Dennis Wen, the beloved, my beloved Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Hello, Jarrett. I'm so happy to be back. So happy you're here. I feel like I can't wait to hear your aesthetic appreciation for what is going on in this episode. Yes. And big news, joining the podcast for the first time, someone I love following on Twitter, someone I love reading, and if you are not doing either of those things, you're not living your best life, Vultures, Alex Jung. Hi, Alex. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here. It feels like such a a treat for us. It's like when Martha Wash guest judges the episode. (laughs) I'm not that old. (laughs) Uh, Well, Alex, when did you first discover and fall in love with this show? Oh, I I watched it from season one. I was a OG. The first queen I loved was Angina, you know, uh, with her bald head and her little hats, who Sasha Velour reminded me of today in this episode. Right? Yeah. Love a small hat. (laughs) Or a small house. Guys, if you heard the scream, if you could have heard (laughs) the scream that I made, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So let's dig into this episode. I want to start with something that I want to get your guys' take on. I mean, we're back in the workroom after Nina Bonina, Brown, Carrington, Colby's elimination. And this week's challenge, the main challenge, the maxi challenge is the gayest ball ever, which required all the queens to make three looks. And I feel like, honestly, had it been anyone but this top five, they might have been sort of incapable of producing three looks in such a short amount of time. I mean, you had Shay, Sasha, Alexis, Trinity, and Peppermint, all competitors with the ability to sew outfits and construct ideas. I mean, when they're walking down there, it all felt very complete. And I mean, do you I, do you feel like, you know, had Nina somehow miraculously made it into this or even, <sighs> I mean, it, it would have been a disaster. It would have been a total disaster. And not no, even I think, a fun disaster to watch. Right. It would have been like last week with her crew member where it's just the, the painful scenes of her attempting to sew something. And you're like, nah, there's so much more interesting stuff in this episode. Like, can we just get to that? Right. Oh, this is one of the more, athletic challenges that requires a heavy amount of endurance and skill and even an amount of expertise. Like, I don't even know if Valentina would have been able to pull this off. I think she mm-hmm. would have figured it out. Eureka would have done great in this challenge. Yes. I Well, Eureka would have been such a star all season had she not, you know, Tanya harding herself in that cheerleading challenge. <laughs> she would have... I mean, I don't... I think... I honestly feel like had Eureka not injured herself, she would have 100% been in the top five, most likely been in the top four, because she, to me, is a 
very seasoned queen who came into this competition with a strategy to win and likely would have gone very, very far. Well, she knew she wanted to save it for a better season. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she pulled the poker player move, like just fold, don't even play the hand, just (laughs) close up shop. I'll, I'll do the next one. I will say this is like the first, this episode in particular, it's like, it finally feels like we've hit a benchmark in the sense that it's like, oh, there's like a sense of fun with this one and like everything mm-hmm. feels a lot quite frankly everything feels a lot lighter Rue seems to be having a good time right everybody even though we're down to like final final five everybody seems to be having a really fun time okay but I mean I have to ask how much of that lightness do you genuinely think is because Nina's no longer on the show <laughs> <laughs> if she had a sense of humor she would have done Eeyore during the runway one time <gasps> oh my god that I would have been to see that. so great <laughs> I mean, maybe it was too the fact that like the, this mini challenge is not like it, it's not rocket science. We he they've done it that you know they've come back to it and it feels like it just feels like an easy hit and an easy easy home run. The puppet it, mini yeah, challenge, yeah, the puppet, yeah. and it's just like oh, this is this is really fun. Like this episode, I think combines the best parts of the show. Which, as somebody and I can't remember who pointed out, Drag Race in many ways is like a talent competition show just in drag. So, like, half of this episode was that, the ribbon dancing and making over a puppet. But then, like, this episode really leaned into doing actual drag and evaluating contestants on the strength of their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Right. Something that that has always struck me about this season is that it felt really uh, shoddily written in a lot of ways. And I think that, you know, like... Uh, reality TV writers are not part of the Writers Guild, and I think they should be. And RuPaul's Drag Race is a perfect example of why they should be. Because Ooh, interesting, you know, because like a, a, a good season of the show or always had the video messages from RuPaul with like all the puns, and then it moved into a mini challenge that also had to be written, created, all of these things, and then it moved into the main challenge. But now you sort of have the season where it feels a little hollowed out because they don't have the mini challenges. They don't really do the video messages or at least they don't do them consistently. And then so you instead you have to fill it out with the very special moments. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's sort of what's happening with the season and why it feels a little like Frankensteinish because it's not actually well written. I agree with you 100%. But either way, I mean, I'll tell you what, like, I think this episode really brought us back to that, that mini challenge with, I mean, as soon as they brought out those, you know, puppets, I was living because I think every year it makes me laugh so, so hard when they do that. And I mean, I'm going to say when Alexis the puppet got painted green, (laughs) I died. It's so good. There are so many lines that we need to appreciate publicly. And this was definitely uh, Sasha at her most hilarious. Yes, 1000%. It feels like, again, since the last one, she has been sort of allowed oh, to yeah. like have fun. And she sort of gets like, oh, I'm intelligent, but funny. Right. Like, and, and, and again, Sasha's very good at listing things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has an application here at BuzzFeed. <laughs> I like when she said couch play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where you have sex with Nina Bonina's padding. I screamed. That was so funny. I mean, I feel like she had the best, like of the jokes that were written, like she had yes. the best one. Yes. Like Shay's was okay, but it felt more of just like. Okay, you're just kind of like messing around with like your friend and and taking small jabs. Right. To be fair, Peppermint also seems a little harder to make fun of to me. Just, right. Just because she just seems pleasant. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that seems like a hard thing to skewer. I mean, how many times did Trinity say she has a great personality? Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, there was 
so much shade in the testimonials oh, yes. this week. But also at the same time, Finally. it was shit. It was, I know, right? We got very real world. But every like so many <laughs> of the thing, the shady things that were said, I was like, you know what? They're right. Like when Trinity said, like Peppermint has an amazing personality, but her looks are sloppy. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of true. And when Shay said Alexis isn't bringing anything new to this competition, I'm like, again, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like these are all the problems I'm having with them as competitors and, you know, potential finalists in the show. I think it's interesting, though, that, like, Trinity chose to single out Peppermint because if you want to talk about a sloppy queen, Alexis. (laughs) Yes. In terms of look, in terms of look, like, the green, like, she's made some heavy, heavy fumbles of just, like, yes, like, the green Hulkamania outfit. Well, Trinity also could have shaded uh, Alexis Everyone. in her testimonial. Also. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Trinity is reading everyone to filth on a daily basis and they're just <laughs> cherry picking one comment at a time to avoid making her like a villain. It didn't really seem like the editors, whether they were given the material or not, were interested in turning anyone into a quote unquote villain right. this season. Right. The downside, in my opinion, of Sasha being so good at the puppet challenge was that she was weirdly placed in charge of choreographing this rhythmic <laughs> gymnastics routine that they had to also do this week. What First a of all, cruel win. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was so mean. And not only that, but like, didn't Rue learn her, like, stop making these girls do gymnastics. Like, you're slowly killing your contestants. You got, you you know, fractured Charlie Hyde's rib. You broke a Eureka's ankle. Like, let's keep these five intact for the next four weeks, please. <laughs> I think that's why I was like, let's just put a ribbon on a stick. That should be the yeah. easy. <laughs> like, don't jump. Don't jump, ladies. Just move around. There are other forms and, of rhythmic gymnastics that seem much more strenuous, oh, and yeah. they strategically did not include yes. them. Yes, right. Also, nobody really jumped in the, I mean, I am skipping ahead, but I was like, oh, I feel like there could have easily been like a death drop throw with this thing. But it was all very contained and felt very safe. feel like they got a safety, a safety lesson from the fire marshal or something. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely felt like a gaggle of elementary school students. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was a tough, it was a tough scene. But I will say I felt like that scene also reminded me of what I don't like about Alexis Michelle. And it is the need to have not only a, her voice be heard, but also like davited to. I mean, the she cannot stand when her contributions are not praised and not immediately implemented. I mean, I understand right. she has a background in choreo and Broadway and blah, blah, blah. We remember the puppet. She has a theater background and she knows how to stage a show. Drink every time she says that. (laughs) Yes. Jarrett, I think you have talked about this before previously, is that like anything that she says, it's always to sort of garner some attention back onto herself. Like even Mm -hmm. in the beginning when they're wiping away the um, wiping away the lipstick and she's trying to actually congratulate Shay, it feels like you're waiting for her to for them to turn around and like somehow manage to compliment Alexis for not landing in the bottom. And also, like, talk about not having a sense of humor about herself. I mean, she could not handle the reading challenge. She couldn't handle the puppet mini challenge either. Anytime there's someone who is, like, you know, gleefully making fun of her in a in a space where they're gleefully making fun of everybody, she is so hurt about it or just like it can't handle it. Right. It's 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 the in my opinion, it's the wrong kind of drama that you want to bring into this situation. It's the drama that people are like, she's so dramatic, I actually can't spend any more time with her versus the, ooh, this is dramatic, you know? 
It's not fun drama. She's like the worst version of Anne Hathaway or what people think <laughs> of Anne Hathaway where she's just like constantly needy and really needs attention and uh, like always wants to be perfect and right and like oh, present a good smile. You and know? to be recognized for yes. it too. Yes. What you're saying is Alexis Michelle is just Anne Hathaway winning her Oscar stuck in that loop for the rest of her life. Basically. I think so. <laughs> Only less talented and less beautiful. <laughs> oh. And fighting with Sasha. <laughs> well, but everyone was and kind not of being fighting this to. week. Yeah, like everyone was fighting. Like I thought, you know, Sasha and Alexis were going to be the end of it. But then Shay and Trinity got into it. Sasha and Shay got into it. It just, when Shay said it ain't RuPaul's best friend race no more, I think the final fiveness of the competition actually dawned on the girls this week. You know, I think they all really saw how close they are to the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They need to start competing as individuals. Well, and I think like it's it's clearly leaking out in like their sides to each other they're just like right. these passive aggressive and then just full out aggressive reads towards each other it's like mm, yeah did the you, showboating did you clock sasha's eye roll at shay at some point during oh, the ribbon dancing yes i did i was like oh that's a first I know. It, what's happening to the friendship <laughs> this makes me really sad it's my favorite couple breaking up <laughs> oh no it won't happen it won't happen best friends forever best friends forever First, I want to talk about the act. Spend a little time talking about the actual ribbon dancing, which dancing is generous. Um, <laughs> I felt like, much like Catherine Zeta Jones's performance in Chicago, that moment was a triumph of editing. And it really just, I don't think that looked good in the moment. What do you guys think? It almost seems like the experience of rehearsing and performing the ribbon dance was just a vehicle to have more infighting. Because right. so much of the eye rolls and the, you know, backstabbing or what have you happened during the rehearsal. And it was like, if you're trying to have more drama going into the end of the season, then sure. just throw another extraneous challenge right. at them. Have them work together. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I, I was worried that, like, its reason for existing was to give us context for Sasha being in the bottom, frankly. I was worried that her failures as a choreographer were going to be her undoing this week. And spoiler alert, I'm very glad that did not come to pass that crossed my mind as well yeah i mean i think though that speaks to this to the producer's point of putting this this challenge at this point because it feels like again if we had had this earlier on or if we had had this with different seasons that that breakaway would have been much clearer but it's like the five of them still recognize it's like oh we still got to put on a good show right so we're gonna make this happen and it was again it was like it was fine it's like yeah but it was a milk toast you're just like all right sure the thing that I kept wondering, you know, they had the rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics look, and then they had three separate runway looks. How long could the actual filming of this portion of the episode have taken? Like, I feel like this must have been 13 hours. Oh, I yeah. Mean, they, they must have been forever. exhausted. Yeah. 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 You're right. Because if the judges are sitting there in costume as they're getting ready in their three runway looks, are they just sitting there in costume for hours and hours while they get into a totally second and third look. I mean, I'm sure there's a green room. They can untuck right. in the interior illusions lounge <laughs> and have an absolute Mandarin cocktail. <laughs> but I, I mean, the, I, I, <laughs> but I was, I did think it, I just, I was, I kept thinking about how long it must've taken to actually film this particular runway challenge. Right. Um, All right, we have so many runway looks to talk about, but hang on one second and we'll be right back. So the first runway look was Rainbow She Better Do, which was an ode to the gay pride flag. And I thought 
again, returning to Sasha, having a hat on, a crown on that she then revealed to be a tiny home was one of the best things I have ever seen in my entire With life. With a tiny flag yeah. on the yeah. tiny home. A tiny yeah. rainbow flag. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was so good. I will right. say that this look with those amazing like sky blue tassel earrings, I saw her come out. I saw her, the the house reveal, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to shave my head. <laughs> 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 it's like, I need to look like this every single day. I, I loved it. I mean, it's it also is really true. It's like S- Sasha kind of comes from a really, like the aesthetic is really there. It's The bar is yes. really high. And yes. it's really clear. Like it's very clear who yes. she is as a drag queen and as like a as like what type of look you're gonna get out of her. And that's very different than sort of what the others are bringing. And that's so great. And they set this look up as something that could either totally succeed yes. or totally fail because when she was having her workroom conversation with Rue, she was like, well, it's, it's going to be like a deconstructed rainbow flag. Oh, that sounds really over-intellectual. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so it was like this this producer question of like, is Sasha's seriousness and intellectualism going to bite her in the ass when it comes to fashion? Right. And like, no, it's not because right. she's great. Right. And her aesthetic has always been on point. Totally. Exactly. And it was, I, the- it was a, such a smart play because it's like you looked at, I mean, Peppermint's and... Alexis's was like beyond on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just oh. like, oh man, I did buy that at Ricky's. You know, I have that. Like, right. I wear it at night. Like, <laughs> like you could. That one just felt very, very pedestrian. Yeah. Which is terrible to say. It fit her nicely, but it was like, oh, this is. I mean, she's just not in the same league. No, that's the best way to put it. I think Alex for sure. Yeah. By the way, I loved that the word pedestrian was used twice in this episode. Was it? I think it was Alexis's uh, confessional when she was talking about maybe Sasha's choreography. It was very pedestrian. And then I think Carson used it later. I was like, this word is being thrown around Well, correctly. I mean, it, I mean, it was really apt. They just walked back and forth across the stage holding a ribbon. Sorry, so. that was a sidebar. Um, I'm so curious to it's hear true. y'all's thoughts about Shay's outfit for the Rainbow Challenge. Alex, what did you think? Yeah. Oh, I thought about uh, Nina's face as the Georgia peach. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I thought her face just splattered all over her dress. Yes. I thought it was a beautiful look. I think it missed the point of the challenge. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Which was to do a to do to celebrate the gay pride flag. That is an icon. I thought it was risky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was risky. Obviously, like she took rainbow to just mean multicolored, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is the same thing semiotically to me. Than like mm-hmm. you know like what the pride flag means for us. It was all pastel. It None was. of them were the bold colors of no. the flag. She painted on her body beautifully. The silhouette yeah. of the dress and the wig were gorgeous. Right. But none of it said rainbow. There right. was no nod. There was just like like if you wanted right. to do something like that, like Sasha's could make the saying or argument, but she used all the colors and she had the little right. like the multiple hats with right. a flag. Like she covered all of her bases. But had she even not had the little flag, it was all there. And right. that would have been a deconstructed yeah. rainbow where Sasha... But the flag made me scream, so yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One was the A. The, the flag made it the A+. Plus. Right. Do you think she made that little house herself? I think she Oh, that was construction paper. That thing was like... I was, like, construction look, paper? I was, look, I mean, I was just, like, looking at it. was like, I think she made it <laughs> oh out of construction God. paper. I thought it was made out of really? wood, and then I imagined Sasha having, like, a wood shop at home. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. constructing it and painting it. I don't but know. I swear it was made out of construction paper, because I was just like... <gasps> It was but, so perfect. But you know what? I would, I still would rather take a Shay look that is maybe not thematically correct over the very on the nose, like Alexis basic yes, ensemble. Totally. 
What about Trinity? Eh, I, it was who? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, and like I, I am having a hard time even recalling what it looked like. Right, no, I actually had to take a moment. I was like, what, oh, did, yeah, what she did she wear? wear? It was like black latex with like the the rainbow colored bands wrapped oh, around yeah, her yeah, body. Yeah. It was nope. very f- whatever. It looked very Folsom Street Fair. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I think Carson's critique of that look was correct, where he was like, oh, this was fine, but mm-hmm. you sh- this this should have been much better. Yeah, and it, it yeah. felt like early Trinity, like I think is right. what he yeah. said. Yeah. That's a yes. really good and point. I, yeah. Trinity has shown a lot of uh, variety, mm-hmm. uh, versatility this season, and I think you're right, this took her back. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the second category, which is sexy unicorn, probably the only <laughs> challenge that Nina Bonina Brown would have been perfect for this entire season. Right. Yes. Uh, and Fifi I... O'Hara. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I forgot. Did everybody Who? bring their own hoofs from home? That's another question that I had. Yeah. I, just... I did wonder if they provided hoofs from like... <laughs> they must Was have. it like hoofqueen.com or something you know, Rue would throw to? Yeah, there was a sponsorship opportunity that was missed there. <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm sure they'll get a gift card next episode. Yes. Uh, oh, what was um, the mini challenge prize? It was good. Was it? Wasn't it? Well, it was. It was like a trip or yeah. A it was. It was a, a um, oh Zumanity. Zumanity. With Zumanity again, but with like paid hotel. I think an airfare. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but it costs like a hundred dollars. It's fly to weird Las Vegas. to me, but yes, that said, it is very nice. It's weird to me that the sponsorship deals have not been better when the judges have gotten better. It is, yeah. you know, very. I kind of love that though about judges. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I do. Like, I never want them to stop getting like boobsforqueen.com. Alanchuck.travel. Yeah. Like, Hamburger I don't know. There's something, about, <laughs> okay. there's, some, there's something about that that I find really charming. Okay. So, the second category, sexy unicorn, I will say that the looks were all very fun. And Lisa Frankie, as one of the judges pointed out, but I laughed so hard. When Shay said, just call me Nay Kule, <laughs> I was, don't, I love her so much. When she did the little, like, when she got to the end of the runway and she, what, what, is that brain? <laughs> yeah, like, whatever that is called. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a horse yeah. person. But whatever that is called, she murdered it. It was like, give her the trophy right there. Just, it's over. I loved her sexy bondage unicorn. It was yeah. so good. They were great. But again, I thought, you know, Shay and Sasha and even Trinity did something elevated, and mm-hmm. again, Alexis, I'm like, you literally are dressed like a unicorn. She like, there's a no bodysuit. Yes, a sparkly no, bodysuit, which you've seen ugh, before. But she looked no great. No creativity. It just... Sure. So disappointing. It feels like also, I'm like, I'm saying that and I'm re- realizing that I'm echoing the judges, which feels like they're just like trying to like sandwich compliments in between critiques. So it's like, it fit her body wonderfully. I mean... <laughs> It, that is how you're supposed to get feedback. Compliment sandwich. I mean, she does understand her proportions. Sure. Yeah. Guys, we're like we're we're like those people who go to a friend's play and we're like the lighting design was magic. <laughs> you know, you're just. I like, love the program. I love the cards. Yeah. <laughs> the seats could not have been more comfortable in the theater. Like it's just you're trying to find anything to be positive about. The last thing I'll say about the unicorns too is that like Sasha's told a story because why was there blood on her horn? <laughs> oh, it, there were yes. so many unanswered questions, and that is an outfit that I like. I want to leave it being like, what was that situation? Right. And also, it's like, how did you just have this like sitting around? Like, just like, where did this Victorian bed skirt that you pulled off? Like, where, where, like, who's sitting on this? They were super fun. Well, I actually thought 
Moving on to the third category, which is village people eleganza extravaganza. I thought these looks were all really fun, too. Like, I loved the creativity we saw, particularly in Shay's look, the deconstructed construction worker. I Mm -hmm. live for it. Live for it. I feel like they were really painting that like as a risk in the in the workroom, right. and even right. like when she's explaining it to Rue, you can kind of see him doing that thing where it's like I don't actually. He know loves what doing that thing though. I know, yeah. but it's just like I don't know what he to loves do. to shake him. You know, yes, <laughs> that's he, exactly right. He Alex. does, but there's definitely times where he has given subtle hints to Alexis, and she's not. Oh, of course, of she's, course. Oh, he, yeah. Alexis is not picking it up. Right, it's like oh, definitely trying to be helpful. Yeah. Um, speaking of Alexis. I could not stop laughing in all the wrong ways about that bow on her head to for oh the Native American. That look. whole just... thing made me nervous. Oh yes, because Thank you. a white people dressing up as Native Americans is I a know. huge no. Right. And as soon as yeah. it was like one of the characters you can be is the Native American, I was like, oh god, right. is somebody going to be in a headdress? Is there cultural appropriation happening? This is not going to end well. Right. I think for what it's worth, she seemed to understand that she could do like a look that was Native right. American inspired as opposed to being a Native American. Yes. He did a fashion-y turn right. on that, which I think was the better way to pivot than... For sure. Went for the turquoise, right. as Alexis would oh, say. Right. God. I just, when, I just when, saw the stoning and I was just like... That oh almost God. made him blind. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved Michelle's... When, he, when, he, when Alexis tried to use that as an excuse and I loved Michelle Visage was just like... Got it. Okay, cool. Like, Still don't like she it. Got, she, Zero fucks. Like, right. zero fucks about Alexis's eyesight, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm um, with her. But that whole outfit was just pattern mixing gone wrong. Yes. Which is, like, yeah. an art, first of all. Um, and it was not It was not good. It was not done well. And, I mean, I think all three of these looks, you know, sort of segueing into the critique of it all, really speak to what the judges were saying. Which You know, what's so funny is at the top of the episode... Alexis says, I don't want Michelle to tell me one more time to step up my look. And that's literally all she heard about all three looks this week was not enough, not big enough, not hard enough, not strong enough, not funny enough. And the fact of the matter is they're all right. Like, yeah, it's it's all correct. Alexis's problem is she is not doing enough and all the things she's doing so much of are all the wrong things to be focusing that energy into. I agree. And I wonder if it's one of those, like, I feel like this is the same issue that Nina had in a very different way, but it's that self-fulfilling prophecy of just like, right. the more yes. you say it, the more you just like end up ultimately leaning into the fact that's like, no, you can't really step up your game and you're not doing it because you're you're in your head too much about the whole thing. You also shouldn't have to explain your look for it to work right like we shouldn't need to know that alexa spent 13 hours stoning that corset to then appreciate it we should be able to look at it and say that looks incredible you must have spent 13 hours on it (laughs) not the other way around right yeah and also maybe that is just not a road you should have gone down (laughs) maybe well exactly 13 hours is not the place to focus that energy in stoning a corset with turquoise (laughs) like what was interesting to me though you know we're talking about sort of like Alexis's blind spots and I think Alexis's biggest blind spot is actually for herself because you know she got she ended up in the bottom two this week and the first thing she says is I don't think I deserve to be in the bottom and it's just like god find yourself someone who loves you as much as Alexis Michelle loves herself because like <laughs> there is just no end That's to the advice. to like the the degree to which she thinks she should be winning this competition she does seem like she floats above it all she has no self awareness of just like at all of just like 
nope, I really screwed this thing up. I should be turning this around. Is it worse to have too much self-awareness like Nina where it shoots you in the foot or not enough great, like Alexis? Great question. Great question. I mean, what do you think, Eleanor? Uh, I think Alexis is much more fun to watch than Nina. Yes. If I had to, if I had yes. to choose, I would watch more Alexis than Nina because Nina just like made me hurt. Yeah. Um, but Alexis, at least, it's like, she's still entertaining. And sometimes it works. Yeah. You know, like, right. her Liza Minnelli was still good. Yes. You know. Yeah, the acting challenging stuff was, was I mean, that was a huge strong suit for her. Right. And, and also, you need confidence to do that. Lack of self-awareness has definitely worked in the past. I mean, in some respects, oh, for Alyssa. Sure. Yes. Laganja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, like, these are deep people who are deeply entertaining and you continue to want to watch them. I don't know, like... They know that they have a lot of drive and they have a lot of ambition. Yes, I too, I too would pick the Alexis end because it is you, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to be a, curled up in a couch all day feeling the pain right. of Nina. Mm. Totally. So we're now in a position where we're left to decide between Peppermint or Trinity joining Alexis in the bottom. And you know what was so interesting for me about this point in the competition is this honestly feels like the first time I worried that whoever went home would actually feel like a loss to the competition. Like these are strong for all of their faults. These are the strongest five competitors in a all around kind of arena. And so I genuinely didn't know who would go home if any of these lip sync pairings happened because they've all done so well in past lip syncs. I would agree with that. Like Trinity definitely showed, even though, Charlie wasn't moving. Trinity showed herself as, oh, a, yeah. as a tough, tough yeah. lip syncer and a really like strong competitor. But also, I think um, we didn't talk about it, but her Judge Dread love child with the Terminator like cop outfit yeah. was amazing. I, and I think that saved her. Loved that look. It was so too. good. It was amazing. A visor. I want that. Oh, the visor. A visor. I'm living visor. for that visor. <laughs> I was like, this is V. Stiviano realness right now. <laughs> I mean, even when she took it off, like whatever like weird powdering she had done with yes. her eye makeup, it was like that. I think that had she not done that, she easily could have landed herself in the bottom. I completely agree. And I think that's why we ended up with a Peppermint Alexis bottom two this week. And I honestly did not know going into it who would go home. Like, I genuinely saw scenarios in which Peppermint went home and Alexis went home. They're, okay, there's so much to unpack. First of all, let's start with Alexis's mustache. <laughs> oh, my God. With the lip sync, which actually made me laugh a lot. It did. Yeah. This woman loves a tiny prop, yeah. and, like, whether it's a witch's hat, like, it's it it was gag-worthy. I, I was like, it was also really nice to see a really strong lip sync. We yes. have been missing yes. that this season. I agree. It's just like, oh my God, finally a breath of fresh air here. And it was just like, it was deeply fun. From two people fun. who could really do it. Yes. Yes. It felt like a battle in a way that you haven't had. Like in the other ones, they've been dramatic because someone threw it basically. Right. Yeah. A couple, right. a few times actually. Whereas this one, you had two people who equally wanted it, were good at it and could yep. sell it. Yes. I mean, the best lip syncs are the ones where you know the contestants are watching each other and when one person pulls a power uh -huh. move, they counter with right. their version of that. And that really happened as Peppermint started oh breaking into like her amazing dance moves. I love them. Like, oh. Yeah, her retro moves. Like. I, I could watch so, her for hours, yeah. but Alexis stepped it up after that. Yeah. She definitely did, but I'll tell you what. I mean, I know we've said on this podcast and we've said 
certain lip sync moves are basically out of bounds and they're things you cannot do because someone has done them so well. And I think the Roxy Andrews wig reveal Mm -hmm. has a very worthy sibling in the peppermint wig reveal because the way she did it felt so different. It almost felt like not, I'm not trying to make a show of it. I'm just doing it organically. It's very tasteful. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it just elated me to like another level, guys. It yeah, like it, was a deep reference to Roxy, but it didn't copy Roxy. Right. Yeah, it was the cover out. Al- it was the cover song you want to hear of Adele. <laughs> 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 Pep with short hair, such a good look on mm. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh. Also, like they did not hit the like the usual sawhorses of death drop right. spin to like crotch break, whatever they call them. But it's just like <laughs> those things that you sort of see in like the younger. The younger queens, uh-huh. not to like be ageist, but it was just like, oh, no, they're doing their thing and they're doing it at a very high level. It's deeply entertaining and it doesn't requ- require gymnastics. Right. And I right. love and- Peppermint's face. Like, I love her yes. face through all of her runway walks, the way she like connects with the judges mm-hmm. and like looks deep into their souls <laughs> and makes eye yes. contact and like turns turned Annie McDowell on. Like <laughs> oh, she yes. is a connective performer and I think that does so well for her. A peppermint wink goes a long way. I know. I was like, please look at me like I that. <laughs> I mean I don't think I don't think Trinity was wrong in, in her assessment that like mm-hmm. her charisma is one in a million. It's just like she she has it. She mm-hmm. has that thing, and people obviously really are attracted to that. Also, I did notice that uh, the lip syncs seem longer than the ones in the past. Like, because I, I think they had stuff to work with. Right. This time. <laughs> I mean, if you point. think about it, like the last three or four lip syncs have literally been someone not knowing the words, somebody giving up, somebody standing still. Like, they, right. like they just actually had material and good material from both queens this week. But I will say. It became very apparent to me about halfway through that Peppermint had this thing in the bag. Yeah. I couldn't wait to watch it again as soon as it ended. So I think that's the one of the few times this season anybody has ever said, I would like to see that again, please. Yes. Right. The only other time I said it was when Pep danced last time and she <laughs> pulled out all of those tricks and she did the bazooka gun and she did. I mean, she is, she called herself a lip sync assassin and she is. 100% right about that. Yeah. And you could also tell, like, you watch that judge's table and you could tell they're not doing that thing where they feel like they have to clasp their hands and, like, be nice right. and, like, be stoic. But they were they were living for it. And yes. they loved every second of and it. And I love the other queens dancing in the background, too. Oh, yeah. I, I will give Alexis credit for this. She really, really tried, not only in the final lip sync, not only in the final challenge, but, I mean, there was so much effort in her game this season but at the end of the day it wasn't enough and you know as we know Alexis was eliminated this week I mean are you guys gonna miss Alexis in the competition or are you okay I'm good I'm fine this is like the right amount of time I think yeah yeah to to stumble at like a very aesthetic look based challenge feels right uh correct Yes. Well, I think we will all just weirdly wear bows on our head, like giant literal bows, bows and arrows bows, in <laughs> Alexis's honor all next week. I refuse to um, do that. That fetch is not going to happen there. <laughs> Stop Guys, making coveve happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this leads me to sort of a, a final question for the three of you this week. Moments before we stepped into our recording studio, RuPaul's Drag Race officially opened voting for Miss Congeniality of season nine. 
And I wanted to get all of your opinions on who you would vote for, you know, because we're talking a lot about Peppermint's personality and how far that's getting her in the competition. And in a lot of ways, I feel like that is what makes a miscongeniality. And that is what people vote for in a queen. But then you also have someone like Valentina, who was all charm for weeks and weeks and weeks, who I think and I think her fans feel mobilized in a way to give her this win because of how she left the competition. Mm. Then you've got people like Eureka and Shay and Sasha, who were just fan favorites from the jump. So I want to ask each of you and uh, Alex, as our newest panel member, I'm going to start with you. Who would you vote for as Miss Congeniality in season nine? That's a hard question. It I'm is actually, a hard question. Uh, I'm actually sort of torn in this. Uh, I think we'll talk it out. Let's talk it out. Okay. What are you torn between? Well, well, because sometimes I, I, in a lot of ways, I think of Miss Congeniality as the person who sort of almost could have won in this uh-huh, way, sure. but they didn't have quite the right um f- for whatever reason. But they were so lovable. Like I think of Latrice Royale as like the sort of uh, yeah. paradigmatic. Miss Congeniality. Um, like she was amazing and you loved her and she almost made it and she felt like she could have if she just figured this one thing out. Um, and so it's the person that you're rooting for, I think, that you like really want to push them to the finish line. Mm-hmm. I think that might be Valentina for me in this case because she feels like the person that I think should have been in the final four uh, if she had just not gotten cocky and maybe it was hubris that brought her down but I, I just sort of wish that she had figured certain things out before she came on and she really would have won um, so I that would be my pick I guess. Okay Dennis what about you? I think of Miss Congeniality as somebody who's like very the one that is like the most mothering that's sort of how I kind of think about it and okay. I actually think like I mean Shay's gonna make it to the top three if not win the thing out right, right? so it's like it's not gonna be Shay but I actually think had Eureka stayed on it would have been Eureka because she turned Near the end of like, she's helping Farah glue. She doesn't know how to construct things, and she's actually right. like helping people and is being. I think had she stuck around for the whole thing, I think Eureka. Okay, and Eleanor. Uh, I think all of you guys have had really good answers. I mean, the only thing that I would add is that if Miss Congeniality somehow also includes like having the least drama in the group then I would probably go with Peppermint because she has flown under the radar in terms of getting in one-on-one tiffs with people and everyone seems to really genuinely love her as a person and she seems lovable and I'm rooting for her and I don't think she's going to win. So I'd like to see Peppermint get it. Yeah, I think think that's the thing that will keep her from winning, unfortunately. Mm. This was, as always, such a delight. Dennis, thank you for coming back once again, and please keep coming back. Yes, thank you for so much for having me. I love being here. Well, and we love having you. And Alex, welcome to the family. It was such a blessing to have your expertise on our little podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. No, thank you. I had a, I had such a blast. And Eleanor, my right hand, thank you, as always, for all of the things you give me. Oh. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Chlamydia? I know, I, oh, I love it. That one go. I love it. Maybe I just read, maybe you I want to redo that, but I'm also at not Eleanor right it. now. It's so good. I think, I've, I, think I have a full, uh, full blush, so I'm still leaving <laughs> it at that. Thank you all so much for listening to The Library. If you like what you heard, rate, review us, subscribe, and with that, The Library is closed. <laughs>